Welcome back to the second podcast of Breaking the Chains, Healing from Physical and Emotional Abuse. I am your host, Kelly. Thank you all for joining. Today, I will be discussing two topics. The first topic is, um, I'm going to list the nine signs that you're in an emotionally abusive relationship. And the second topic is setting and sticking to boundaries with your abuser. So let's hop into it. Um, so now I'm going to state the nine signs that you're in an emotionally abusive relationship. And as I state each of the nine steps, I will go into detail. So here we go. Number one, you're on a daily roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. One minute your significant other is loving and the nets punish you for not doing things correctly. And manipulation always plays a huge role. Second, they isolate you. They isolate you from your family and friends. It's healthy for you to have relationships or friendships outside of your relationship with your partner. The abuser doesn't think that you should have healthy relationships with your family and friends. However, this that isn't the right way. Three, issues of jealousy. An emotionally abusive partner is jealous of your relationship with your kids, family members, church members, and friends. If this person was secure of themselves, then they would trust you to have relationships with people close to you without getting jealous of other relationships or friendships. Four, arguments always escalate quickly. Occasionally, arguments in a partnership aren't uncommon. In an emotional abusive par partnership, arguments will escalate very quickly and have no end point. Just don't argue back. Go to another room. If you have a child or children together, take your child or children into their bedroom, watch TV, or read books with your child or children. If you argue back with an emotional abusive partner, then it will provoke them to act violently. So the best thing to do when arguments always escalate quickly, do not engage in the arguments with an emotionally abusive partner because it will just make the situation more violent. Five, you're nervous around them. Abusive partners will use any tactic to keep you down. Threats of violence is a way to insert their power over you. If you're living in fear with an emotional abusive partner, get out immediately. Six, constant put downs. No matter how hard you love and try to make this partnership work, it's never right or enough to an emotional abusive partner. When you talk to your emotional to your abusive partner about your accomplishments or about small decisions. The abuser will always put you down and make you feel small. Seven, you go out of your way to make them so happy. There's nothing wrong with wanting your partner to be happy, but when you find yourself searching and pleading for your own happiness, that's a big issue. You will always stay silent after years when you're angry at your abuser to keep a peaceful environment. Eight, you feel trapped. 
Always the victim feels a sense of helplessness in an emotionally abusive relationship because the abuser is controlling all areas of your life. If you are feeling trapped, just take the courageous step and walk away from the emotionally abusive partner. Last step. Nine, um, you start believing you're the problem. After all the put-downs and arguments, you start believing that you aren't worthy of nothing less than abuse. However, you're worthy to be loved, unconditionally respected, and treated like a child of the King because you are a child of Jesus. So that makes you worthy of being loved the right way. And also, here's a Bible verse, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. This Bible verse means that we must resist the devil and he will flee from you. Um, and we still face suffering throughout our life because of the devil. However, we must remain in our faith in Jesus, knowing that the, he is stronger than the devil and his helpers. I am referring to abusers because I know that abusers are used by the devil to try to destroy uh, you and your children. However, we have Jesus on, our, on your side and he is stronger than any abuser sent by the devil. Please don't let the abuse stop that you endured stop you from forgiveness and stop you from having faith in Jesus because a abuser isn't sent by Jesus. Also, it proves to the victims of abuse of how much courage, strength that you carry inside of yourself. You are such a strong, courageous man or woman for enduring abuse and to keep moving forward in life is such a testimony to how brave that you truly are. Never forget that just because you endured years of abuse doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you stronger, more courageous, and loving. I want to encourage you to continue this fight alive. If you're in an abusive relationship or have been in an abusive relationship, um, because your story doesn't end with a defeat for you. You have a purpose on this earth to fulfill. And you are such an amazing, courageous, stronger, and loving person. Speak these positive characteristics over your life daily. You can add more great characteristics about yourself to your list. And um, the second, uh, also I'm going to state this Bible verse um, also because I believe because you're a victim of abuse in the Bible states this is psalm um, chapter 34 verse 18 the lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are christian spirits because i believe that is referring to victims of emotional or physical abuse and now i'm going to talk about us uh, setting your boundaries with your abuser and sticking to your boundaries with your abuser or its abuser just because you're setting your boundaries, protecting your child or children from a toxic environment, uh, doesn't make you a better person, for it makes you a, a great parent. If you know that you have forgiven your abuser, then you don't let anyone convince you that you are bitter toward your abuser. 
and foremost, you set the boundaries with your abuser or as abuser for your peace of mind. To live without the extended drama, most narcissist gaslighters don't like for the victim to set boundaries, yet the victims have to do it to prevent more abuse and drama. How to set boundaries with your abuser. First, express to the abuser that you will not tolerate any degrading comments about you, especially if the abuser continues to stick to making degrading remarks to you. Also, when you have a child or children with the abuser, the, commu the communication is required. Always remember, demanding boundaries and keeping boundaries are for your peace of mind. And when dealing with your abuser, uh, you have to stick with them. The abuser most likely will continue to keep jumping over the boundaries that you set because they still want the power and control over you and your emotions. The abuser does not care about your boundaries, peace of mind, or anything else except themselves. That's why they're narcissistic. Uh, or they're a narcissist. That's why you will most likely continue to repeat this statement. I will not allow you to keep degrading me for um, if we have to stay in, since we have to stay in communication, because if you have a child or children, you have to stay in communication with your abuser or its abuser. So you will more likely have to continue to stay if they keep trying to jump over your boundaries. We that you will not tolerate no degrading remarks about yourself. However, the only thing that we all that he or she should be discussing with you is issues uh, concerning your child or children, like uh, their schedule and so on. Uh, so, um, however, never degrading, uh, the abuser is always degrading you because the abu abuser just wants a reaction out of you and they still want control over you and your emotions so when the best thing to do is do not respond to do not I mean do not come back and degrade your abuser as abuser if they are degrading you because that's what they want they want a response so they can show other people that you are the instigator and most likely no I shouldn't say most likely all the time they will never show the degrading remarks they made to you they'll only show if you come back and attack their character so do not for speaking for personal experience please do not degrade your abuser as abuser back in a message or a voicemail or whatever because that's what they want they want a reaction out of you and if you don't degrade them back then you're shown that that they have no control over you anymore and they have no control over your emotions um so that's that's the main thing you have to continue to stick to that and more likely you will be repeating that statement a lot with your abuser it's abuser about you will not tolerate any degrading comments about you that you will only be discussing um 
like your children's schedule and so on because if you have a child or children with your abuser it's abuser the communication has to always be open so and i know it's hard to not come back and defend yourself but if you want peace of mind then you will not let the abuser win control over you and your emotions you will not come back and degrade them that's what i'm saying i just don't come back and degrade them it's not it, it shows them that they've lost all power over you and your emotions so um uh because like what i'm saying is if you come back say your abuser says well you know you're a drug addict this is just an example i'm not saying that this has ever happened i'm just saying here's an example if your abuser s abuser says that you're a drug addict doesn't have evidence doesn't have a police report or no evidence okay and you get so angry and you come back and say well you know what say well you're an alcoholic just to come back you're just coming back and degrading them because they degraded you or you know you could say or you know or you're a liar and stuff like that however don't degrade them back just because if you degrade them back and say hey you're an alcoholic they're not going to show their family and friends the degrading comments they made about you to you they're going to show the degrading comment that you made to them to all their family and friends so do not do not degrade them back because that they're just trying to get a reaction out of you too and when you show them that they've like i said they've lost all control over you and your emotions then um you just you just will not degrade them back because it's not you know worth it um and most likely um you know most likely no i should say yeah most likely the abuser or its abuser starts the argument or instigates the argument however um you know because they're gaslighting you like I've talked about in the previous podcast. They're gaslighting you. They're also most likely using the smear campaign. Smear campaign means they're telling their family and friends lies about you to, you know, get them on their side. So, um, if they're gaslighting you and smear campaigning you, and um, they're just trying to, you know get you upset and turn people against you you know just get a reaction out of you just don't let them let that happen and here is a perfect example of a guy slaying comment like that your abuser ex-abuser might use that you never showed um them unconditional love and that's such gaslighting and it's most likely the biggest it is a lie because most victims or if you are a victim of abuse and um, you're constantly walking on eggshells you are showing them unconditional love you're going to be on because you're trying to understand why your partner is not happy because you went beyond what most people would do 
to make them happy and you just don't understand why they're not happy however it doesn't fall on you because it, it your abusers you know and abusers do abusers do not know what unconditional love means they think unconditional love means control manipulation being physical or mentally abusive toward the victim Abusers will never admit or show any accountability for their wrong actions toward, I mean, the abusers will never show any accountability for their actions to the victims. Um, unconditional love means that you don't expect anything in return from your partner besides uh, love, respect, and compassion. A narcissist knows nothing about empathy, respect, or love. I know, um, and the abuser is a great manipulator. Great. That's their whole thing. They're great at manipulating people. Uh, the abuser has used the gaslighting the abuser has used has used this gaslighting and smear campaign for years and it works for some people who don't know you personally however don't let that upset you when the abuser is gaslighting and using the smear campaign um all they are listening to all the other people are listening to is a great liar and manipulator and it will all come out in clear vision one day when the, the abuser's true colors will eventually show to them also. Just continue to take the high road with your abuser with boundaries and stick with it. It isn't easy at all. I am speaking from personal experience. And you are so angry because your abuser continues to degrade you. You must just remember that it doesn't matter about the abuser's opinion. And their uh, view of your character isn't true. You don't value your abuser's opinions or um, degrading remarks. And don't let it get to you. Because I look at it like this. If you had a problem... If you had like a big problem and you needed advice, would you go to your abuser as abuser for advice? Most likely you would never ask any advice from your abuser. Um, so their opinions about anything is irrelevant because you don't value their, their uh, values or, you know, their values. You don't, you don't look to their values. You don't think highly of their values. So you would never go to them with a problem. <clears throat> and I also thought of something else. If they're continuing to degrade you, um, you should just take all of the degrading comments that isn't true, that your abuser, it's abuser saying, sweep it as trash. Sweep it up. All the degrading comments, put it in a trash bag, throw it out. Because it doesn't matter. It's trash anyways what they're saying about you. It doesn't matter. Throw it in the garbage. Let it go to the landfill. It's gone. 
<laughs> you know, let it go, it's gone. So, um, you know, that's what you can do. Just sweep it away. You can just sweep it away. They're, you know, they're, uh, they're degrading comments about you. Swoop it away. Throw it in the trash. And, um, yep. Take their degrading comments. Swoop them up. Throw them in the trash. Let it go to the landfill. It's gone. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Um, the whole reasoning for you setting boundaries and sticking to your boundaries is to create a to create peace of mind for yourself in a peaceful environment for your child or children. And um, if you're in a divorce or custody, um, you know, going through that um, custody battle or divorce battle then you take pictures of all tits keep all voicemails and recordings of all the degrading comments that the abuser it's abuser made about you and show them to the court um, because most likely the abuser will only show a portion they're not going to show the whole thing the whole all the the whole conversation to the court I mean, they're not going to show the court the degrading remarks they made to you. So. And the situation can continue for years. Uh, and don't let the untrue comments about you make you so upset you start attacking the abuser's character back. Just stick to your boundaries and you will be fine. Or no response at all is fine too. If your abuser continues to degrade you. Uh, and if they continue to degrade you for like hours. The best thing you do is turn your phone off or put it on silent mode and don't look at it. And continue to finish your daily task. You don't have to respond to your phone or look at your laptop. Just let them keep talking to themselves. <laughs> Maybe eventually they'll get tired, you know, to keep testing their cells or whatever. Maybe eventually their fingers will go to sleep. Uh, um, because you're you're wanting to move on with your life and live your best life. So and for peace of mind. So and uh, oftentimes the narcissist lives for conflict and emotional reactions while using manipulative ways. Always their attack is trying to provoke their victim by showing other people that you are mentally unstable. When in reality, the abuser is mentally unstable and has been this way most of their life. So you must set boundaries with, uh, with your abuser immediately and no response is great to use also when setting your boundaries with your abuser. Your life will be filled with such peace of mind and your environment will be so peaceful when you, um, like I said, you set boundaries and stick to your boundaries. And um, 
I'm just going to talk about a little of this, but I'm not just, because on the next podcast, I'll talk more about forgiveness. I'm just going to say this. We must forgive our abusers or ex-abusers so we can move on for life because it's required for our healing. Uh, I mean, for you all's healing and personally speaking, I think I know it's best to forgive. You have to forgive your abuser, ex-abuser, and so you don't become bitter and they will never, never apologize. So you might as well just go ahead and do the forgiveness because if you're waiting for an apology, most likely it's not going to happen. So they're not going to apologize, like I said, because and they're not going to apologize because they never show accountability for their actions. So you might as well just forgive them because they're never going to apologize. You're saying, oh, I'm waiting for their apology and then I'll forgive them. Now you have to go ahead and forgive them because most likely you'll never receive that apology from your abuser or its abuser. So um, thank you for uh, watching and listening to the podcast and I hope it helps you all. And I hope, and on the next podcast, like I said, I will be discussing forgiveness and I hope you all have a great uh, Sunday and a blessed uh, 4th of July.